This is First Fruit Sunday. <laughs> now, I have to tell you something. Uh, and I want to be very kind about this. <laughs> the first service, I just happened to say this is First Fruit Sunday, and they like went sort of wild shouting and stuff. So, okay, I'll try it again. I know it's second service, you know, maybe it's a little, need some more coffee. But hey, it's First Fruit Sunday. <laughs> Okay, now, I know when it's not spontaneous, it's kind of fake, so, you know, forgive me for uh, making you feel bad. Oh, there you go, okay, thanks, you're good, I'm teasing you, but uh, it's really amazing, and I shared this in the first service, that that the first year we did this, when, you know, it was this first year Sunday, and we thought, man, I hope the church isn't empty, you know, because, <laughs> like, who wants to come and give it? But, you know, what's so amazing is, is we've seen that it's really good to obey the Lord, you know, and, and he spoke to me, and sometimes he speaks something, it's specific, and it wasn't specific for me, it was specific to Life Center, because I was asking, hey, where's, you know, where's the promises and stuff? And he, his response to me was, why don't you take a first fruits offering? So I've seen the blessing of God on this over and over and over again. That, and, and I think what it is is we're planting seeds for the future. You know, we're, we're like, if you were a pioneer and you went to some place that was wilderness, you would turn it into a garden and you would plant seeds so that you could live there. And there's something we're doing that's so, it's just part of our assignment as a community, you know? Just our assignment is to believe God for breakthrough in the future. And God, I mean, in so many ways, God not only, I mean, he's used our lives personally and he's used this church as a, a, an institution, you know, a community of faith, but he's using so many of you as catalysts to, to bring, you know, turn the desert into a garden, that kind of thing. That, so I think we're, we're planting seeds today, and I didn't say this in the first service, so I'm gonna say it up front so I don't forget, but um, when, when we receive the first fruits offering, we're gonna do this prophetic action that we've been doing for a few years now of, of giving you a, a little packet of sequoia seeds. And, uh, and if you open them up, you'll see how tiny those seeds are. And th- the reality is those seeds won't reach their full potential for two or 3,000 years. <laughs> so if you sow them this year, you might see these trees in the millennium. You know, they'll be like so glorious and uh, massive. Uh, organisms that are released through a seed. And I just, and I'm saying that I'm being fun about it, but I'm saying that I think some of you don't despise the power of obedience. You know, that, and we always ask people, just give what God tells you to give, give what's in your heart. But I'm telling you, what's, what's going to happen today is going to release something that goes on and on and on. It's multi-generational. It's amazing that we don't serve the God of philosophers, you know, that he, he's much more than the unmoved mover, 
We don't serve the God of, of Buddhist or Hindu cosmology of just, you know, this, this force that's somewhere out there and, and we're just kind of passing through an illusion of life. We serve the God who calls himself the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That he comes to individuals who, for no other reason than God's visitation, become the, the fountainheads of what is to come. And so we all, you know, through faith, Paul writes in Romans that we're, by faith, we are the children of Abraham, that we're carrying the seed of blessing, Jesus Christ, that God himself became human and lived with a mom and a, and a dad who adopted him, gave him a name. It's wild. So I just want to say this, that God is really involved in what we do today and with each of you on a very individual basis, not only for this you know, next season of time, but in terms of your legacy and what goes on and on and on in eternity. So we all live with this wild faith that the God who created the universe has come to us personally, makes himself known to us, and actually says we will hear his voice, and he will hear our prayers. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God. Just release faith here today. So I don't want to embarrass our uh, dear friend, but um, if you heard the video testimony last week um, the, that Ashley, Ashley Batillo is here today. Oh, it was three, two weeks ago? Well, you know, at my age, it's all a blur. All right, so... It's the excuse for everything, right? When I was young, it was just because I had ADD. Now it's because I'm just thinking about more important things. All right. So, so. One week. Oh, good. Okay. Well, see, this is why it takes two of us to get, you know, make it through life. <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, today we're going to receive uh, offerings, and some of you are online, and you can, you can give online, that's for sure. And uh, there's, it'll be, instructions will be on the screen. But some of you, you know, you might be online this week, but you're going to be here next week or the week after, and you want to do it in person, and we, we look forward to that. And for the next few weeks, there will be a, a smaller team of people to receive the First Roots offering and speak the blessing of it, because it's, it's an amazing thing. Anna and I, you know, we'd been talking about this, praying about it, and... Uh, and procrastinating talking about it. You know, just sort of life is busy. And, and, but it was a big deal, and so we talk about it, and we're on the same page, which is always a good sign from God. And, uh, and so Anne took the envelope, and she wrote down the, the harvest and, you know, kind of color-coded it, made it look a lot better than if I had just written it on there. And, and it was fun to look at, but then... This morning, early, I wrote in the amount, and at that moment, it, so we had already agreed on the amount, you know, but just at that moment of writing it down, I felt the fear, in the positive sense, the fear of the Lord, the holiness of what this is, and it's like, it's, 
an amazing thing to obey the Lord. There, there's no other way. <laughs> we trust and we obey, and when we obey, it demonstrates our trust. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. So, bless you all. That's, and you always have to remember, your father delights to share his kingdom with you. He delights in the prosperity of his servants. And so this isn't like a hard thing, even though it might feel like, whoo, God, what, you really said that? You know, and sometimes you'll say less than, you know, we're prepared for the ultimate sacrifice. And he says, oh, this is enough. And it's just good to obey. And, and we're free to hear and respond. Thank you, Jesus. So just quickly, so that what we do, we do in faith. And I've said a lot of this, it's kind of review, but it's sort of so we come forward with this awareness of his presence in our activity. He loves that you obey him. He just, you know, it's beautiful. Principles. Uh, well, we give the first fruit at the beginning. If you've never, if you're here as a visitor, there's no pressure on you at all. What is the first fruit? Something in the, in the, you know, the, books of Moses, it, this, it was a feast that was established and an activity that was established, but we're not under the law. We're just seeing the principle. A tithe was something people gave acknowledging God's goodness after a harvest. This is an agrarian society, and so that's why many of us tithe. It's, I, you know, someone told me as a brand new believer I was supposed to tithe, and it solved a problem because I'd go to church and I'd think like, well, I know how much a ticket to a concert costs, but how do you pay for, what do you do when you go to church? Somebody said, hey, do you know you give 10%? I said, really? Okay. I, simple. I had no religion to, no bad attitudes, just like, okay. You know, my first tithe was like $7 for a whole week, you know. <laughs> As a river guide, I was not poorly, I wasn't well paid, but I had a lot of fun. And um, kind of like ministry. Anyways, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, that we, we've been abundantly blessed. Um, that a first fruits, so a tithe is something we acknowledge the goodness of God. A first fruits is kind of unique that we're actually prophesying what the harvest that's to come. And in, in that agrarian culture, in the feasts of Israel, they would take the first fruits of the barley harvest, and then later there was a, a, a you know, Shavuot, uh, the, which is we know as the day of Pentecost was the first fruits of the wheat harvest. And they would, I don't know if they would guesstimate or they would just prophesy they'd bring in a first fruits harvest and present it to the Lord. And God said, when you do that, I sanctify the entire thing. So this is what I think why God said, do this and watch what I do, you know? So, so we bring our first fruits in and it sanctifies the rest. It's something, so it's kind of like God lets us, um, you know, Give instructions. How do you want this to, to be? Okay, he partners with us in that. So we, first fruits sanctify our whole life and all that we love. Romans eleven sixteen talking, I mean, this is in the context of talking about God's relationship with Israel, but just it, applying it to life, he's talking about something that's part of everyday life, not the Levitical feast, but he's actually talking about a principle 
Romans 11:16 if the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy then the whole batch is holy if the root is holy so are the branches so he's talking about making bread and he's talking about planting things and he's and he's really talking about his promises with the people of Israel in terms of if you want to exegete that passage but here's what it means to to sanctify when god makes something holy he sets it apart as if it's his own. It actually, the Hebrew word for holy has the root meaning that it's outside the natural order. So God will supernaturally protect and bless that which he sanctifies. He treats it like his own. In the Greek language, the root meaning of the word for holy or sanctify means that it's, it's set apart from the ordinary So when God sanctifies us, when he sanctifies our life, he actually makes it extraordinary, which means outside of the ordinary. Thank you, Jesus. This makes me miss Ricardo, because he would always say he puts a super on our natural and an extra on our ordinary. Bless you, Ricardo and Liz. We love you and miss you and praying for you to return. So (laughs) anyway... Um, It's a pattern, it's not legalism. We've talked about that. But here's, I love this scripture. You know, the principle is we honor the Lord with the first and the best and he honors us back. And I love this verse from Ezekiel 44. And again, the context of these, this part of the book of Ezekiel is it's talking about the future, the age to come. It's not going back to the past. He's actually prophesying something that's never yet been built. And so if it, he talks about the, this future um, this future temple. He talks about a future river. He talks about a future army, all in this this, you know, 10 chapters or so of Ezekiel. But right in the middle of it, Ezekiel 44, verse 30, talks about first fruits. The best of all first fruits of any kind you shall give, and I'm, it's a long verse, so I'm just getting to the good part here. At the very end, it says, why would we bring first fruits? To cause a blessing to rest on your house. Amazing. So he actually invites us into this process of not that, that his blessing will just rest and abide. And it's such a joy for us to see this happen in life after life and family after family, and it's also a blessing. Like out of this first fruits offering over the years, we've given massively our own first fruits to other ministries, to things that we feel the Lord is, is puts on our heart each year, and we wanna honor what God is doing and there's a blessing that remains here that is uncanny and we didn't deserve it. <laughs> you know, all we did was obey and it's, it's that amazing. So we're planting seeds for future harvest which we've talked about and this is the principle Paul talks about. He said if you sow just a little bit, you'll reap a little bit but if you're a wild, crazy sower, so bountifully, it says in the, English Standard Version, and literally the word, the Greek word used there is so blessings, slow, so gratitude. You will reap blessings. And so we're gonna sow today blessing. We realize we're blessing this offering. You know, you're blessing it, we're blessing it, we're in agreement, and God is gonna release a harvest of blessing 
upon this offering. Each one must give as he's decided in his heart, not reluctantly, not under compulsion. We've tried our best not to, to tell you sob stories or put legalistic pressure on you because God loves a cheerful giver. Isn't it amazing that we're saved by grace, which is a pure gift? We come to the table of the Lord, which is a pure gift. Tiffany was leading us in that. And this morning I was thinking about what a blessing that when we gather it it together, I mean, I know it's a very small meal, but we are all sharing the same meal with all the saints, all through time and all through space. You know, this meal of the table of the Lord. And there's something about that that we step into, why am I talking about this? Because this is the blessing of the Lord, that he brings us into himself, and what we're doing in the earth, we're actually doing as the body of Christ together. And, uh, and we're planting seeds, not randomly, not into our, and not into our, our wants, and, but we're sowing into God's promises. We're sowing in the soil of God's promises, and just like a seed is packed with it, with instructions for the future, like that little sequoia seed is, is full of information and if planted in the right place and under the right conditions, it will take the potential of the soil, it will harness the energy of the sun and it will release something that lasts for millennia. An apple seed, you know, we can count the, the seeds in an apple, but we can't count how many apples are in one seed, you know, because that one seed isn't just, unless it's um, some kind of engineered, man-made, greed-designed seed that will only work for one generation, natural seeds are designed to go on and on and on and on, and you could fill the earth with apple orchards starting with one seed. I mean, just... I mean, there might be some places where it won't grow, but any place it would grow. And I'm saying, so we're sowing seed into the promises of God here. And we're taking the, the sunshine of his love, you know, the, the sun of his love, and that is releasing the goodness in the world around us. This is Romans 8, 28, that, that when we, we love God and we're called to his purpose and in our activity, God will cause all things to release their good, to work together for good for those who love him. It just brings his will in his life, not just on a worldwide global level, but on a downtown in your apartment level. (laughs) You know, it's like wherever you live, that goodness is going to find you. Goodness and mercy will be following you. So it's protection (laughs) and it's blessing. It's amazing. So... uh, you know, Abraham uh, was promised that, uh, that he would have seed and that his seed would bless the whole earth. And so Abraham got really old and he didn't see it and Abraham and Sarah tried on their own strength and, and it didn't work out. It caused strife that continues in the world to, to this day. And the, but when they were so old that they could not naturally believe the promise of God. God came to them specifically and announced first to Abraham and then later to Sarah personally that he was giving them a son out of their own bodies and they both laughed. 
And so they named their son Laughter, who was born out past the time of bearing, past when Paul writes that Abraham's body was as good as dead. And, and Hebrews says that by faith, Sarah received rejuvenation and became able to bear again. Isn't that wild? And anyway, that's why God said, Abraham, in laughter, in Isaac, in Yitzhak, will your seed be blessed. So we're just praying this releases this kind of supernatural joy and blessing that blesses the whole earth. Okay, quickly, quickly. So, you know, the more, we, I mean, this is a crazy thing. Our generosity releases God, God's reciprocal and proportional response. I mean, he just made the world this way. Luke 6, 38, give and it'll be given to you. It'll be good measure. You'll never get ripped off. It'll be, it'll be shaken together. It'll be pressed down. I forgot that. Pressed down. So God will actually put pressure on the situation so that he can pack in more blessing. There'll be movement in the situation to pack in more blessing. And it won't just fill it to the top. It'll be running over. And so we just thank you, Lord, that when we... We respond to him, we're releasing a response. Oh, thank you, God. And, uh, and what, that overflow is the overflow of his grace, that his grace will abound to you, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. God is able, he's powerful, to make all grace overflow, abound to you, into you, toward you, so that, all, that having all sufficiency, not mostly, not 80%, all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound, you may overflow into for every good work. This is the word of God. Okay, so, so we're going to receive the offering very soon. And when we do, we're going to, we, I mentioned this before, now I wrote down, so I'm not gonna mention it twice, sequoia seeds, you're gonna get sequoia seeds. It's a prophetic response, it's a promise of the future. And uh, so what, here's some things we know about First Roots. It's cyclical, we do it once a year, you could do it, you know, so different people have different views on this, and some people, ignore it, and other people go, hey, I'm starting something new, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a, a personal first fruits offering unto the Lord. We do it once a year, because that's how God instructed us, and we just believe it releases a cycle of multiplied blessing. We do it in faith, you know, it, that, now faith is one of those things like, it requires trust. There's, you know, comfort, like if I only figure this out, what, what you know, okay, that fits into our budget. <laughs> <laughs> budget, giving, <laughs> this much or more. You know, like that's kind of the way to make that budget because we want to respond to what God's telling us. But faith always has a measure of sacrifice in it. It's not just something that's easy. It's not presumptuous. It's not a gimmick. We're not, but it's something in relationship to God. We hear God. We hear the desire of our heart. And we say, ooh, okay, we're going to work on it. David said to, to Aruna or Ornan, depending which book you read, that who was a farmer, and David had started a plague. He saw the angel of the Lord, and he, he got a word from the Lord that if he offered the sacrifice, the plague would stop. And, uh, and he said to the farmer, can I, can I buy your 
oxen and your threshing sledge, I want to make an altar to the Lord and worship the Lord. And the farmer was honored by King David asking for his, you know, his agricultural equipment. He says, I'll just give it to you. David said, no, I have to buy it from you at full price. I won't give to the Lord that which costs me nothing. And so that's kind of, there's this place in faith that it, it's a sacrifice and, uh, you know, it usually, there's some, emotional feeling attachment. Now, after we learn how good it is to obey the Lord, sometimes that is very small and the joy is very big. Other times, God will give us the honor of making a costly sacrifice. And, uh, and it's always so good. You know, it stretches us. When Ann and I, we were in California in 19... In the 1980s, very radical, very just, we lived for prayer meetings and worship and revival and all of these things. And I prayed two prayers. One was, God, burn up everything in me that's not Jesus. That was a costly prayer. He said, really? Okay. You know, and I meant it. And, uh, and then I, I prayed and we prayed, uh, this group, we we brought together, we prayed for seven years. God, we want to be at, at the center of the revival brahm when you drop revival on America. And I think, I mean, we didn't feel like it when we got here in 1987. We thought we were being punished. I'd cry and pray, God, what's my crime? Because <laughs> I figured, okay, I've been sentenced to the gulag. I don't know how long this will last, but if I know what my crime is, I'll be on really good behavior, get out on parole early. And, uh, and I didn't know God brought me here to answer my prayer, both to kill <laughs> everything that's not Jesus. I may have gotten some back that I shouldn't have. I mean, it's like he's, that's a work in progress, but he did a lot. That was the, the blowtorch, you know. He, he took care of a lot of it. And, uh, but I believe that. I believe what we're doing here, that, that Harrisburg and... And Pennsylvania, we have a catalytic role, not only in the future of America, but in the future of the world. It's amazing. I mean, it's, and I give you a lot of reasons for that, but it's beyond that. And so, I, like, what we're doing today, it's not just about bless me. It's about God, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name, because he's faithful. And then we focus it, and this, I'll, I'll wrap up here. Um, Please write on your envelopes, or if you're giving online, please write in, in what you fill out or how, however you communicate that, the, that what it is you're believing God for, because we want to celebrate it. We want it to be specific. And thank you, all you, you know, generous people that you just say, I just want more of God, and you know, just be blessed, you know, and maybe that's your prayer. And I just don't know how you measure it. So I just encourage you, if there are things, if you feel like the enemy's holding some gates in your life, or you've got, you've got prodigals you want to come home, or you've got businesses or ministries or visions that you want to launch, or you, you, you know, you, you're believing God for things like, I, I mean, we've had people believe God for houses, for children, for all kinds of things that are way beyond human ability, and God has done it. He's been faithful over and over again. So please, just be encouraged. If we're planting seed, that we have a 
you know, fairly good idea what we're planting for, and, and we'll just want to agree with you in that. Um, it should, you know, reflects the godly passions of your heart. It's, it's based on God's word, or at least it doesn't contradict God's word, and, uh, because this is a time to sow. It's a kairos time. We've seen that over and over again. So uh, if you've heard from God, you know, you write out the amount and um, you can write a check or a pledge and we actually trust you or a faith promise, whatever you want to call it. We try, we've seen over and over again people being faithful to what the Lord instructed them and sometimes it's more than you have. They say, God, how can I do this? He'll give you the payment plan and just we trust you for that. Um, and then we always call this the no fear guarantee that you know for, for two weeks and we've stretched it out more than that. But if you, if you think you heard God and then like you know 10 days from now you wake up in the middle of the night and you think you're gonna die because you realize I was counting on this, I thought you know, and it didn't happen. Come see us and we will give you your money back and we will love you and pray for you and we will laugh and celebrate at your audacious faith. You know, and if you, you know, you swung and missed, maybe next time you're gonna swing and knock it out of the park, kind of, you know, we don't see it as an act of shame. I'm just saying that so nobody's, ah, <laughs> you can feel free. Okay, the re you may as well stand. I'm gonna ask Ann to join me and we're going to make a declaration we're gonna, uh, of, of what this is because the universe was created by the word of God and then uh, we're gonna, you you'll, can be seated after that or you can remain standing, but we'll bless the online givers. And then um, at the, just wanna encourage you, if you can, after you, you present your offering, if you can stay and worship, it will be great because at the end is a very special presentation unto the Lord and We'd love you to be part of it. But if you have to go, we understand and we thank you. So. We said, I said this in the first service, so I will repeat it for the second service. Um, everybody's different and Charles dives in with the, with the challenge with great energy and excitement and loves to, um, loves, loves a challenge. And I'm, of course, you always marry opposites. I do things with much more trepidation, caution, and fear. So I know there's all types of you coming today. So whether you're coming uh, and you're doing it afraid or whether you're doing it with thrill and excitement, uh, we just bless everyone that's coming today. Yep, or both. You're yeah. at both. <laughs> Courage sometimes isn't the lack of fear, it's the determination to just go for it and see what happens. Uh, thank you. So you ready to be blessed? Hear the declaration? I say this in the fear of the Lord, that our words matter. And I'm speaking these words as creative words over you. God's word declares that as you bring his tithes and your offerings into the storehouse, that he will open the floodgates of heaven and pour out blessings that overflow. Because of these, God promises to rebuke the devourer and protect the fruit of your labor from destruction. Because of the cross and because of your faith in the blood of Jesus, you are blessed of the Lord, and you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. 
Therefore, I boldly declare amazing financial blessings on you and your household. God will open doors and speak to the right people about you. I call in better jobs, housing, scholarships, and much more. I bless you with breakthrough. I command that which has been restricted by legal matters and strife to flow freely so that you enjoy what God has intended for you all along. I call back to your homes, wallets, and bank accounts what the enemy has stolen from you. I call for a jubilee restoration of your rightful portion. Hallelujah. May the Lord restore that which has been stolen from your family line over centuries with interest. I declare blessings for those who work in sales and consulting, that more and bigger sales, commissions, opportunities, and deals will open up to you. And for all of you, I declare that opportunities for advancement and profitable investment will come. Because our Father delights to surprise his children, I declare that the Lord will cause you to unexpectedly find money, receive funds into your accounts, and that opportunities to prosper will find you. For every entrepreneur and business owner, may your businesses become so prosperous that you can bless your employees with raises and better benefits. I speak blessings on your plans and call for astounding profits. I declare to you that even if there's been a downturn or the death of a vision, that there is resurrection power being released today. I call for such a spirit of abundance to come upon this people that God miraculously brings you out of debt and that you are released from the stress and the burden of debt. I release wisdom so that you can come into a new peace and a new reality of financial freedom and of God's provision so that you and your house may serve the Lord with newness of joy. May you and your household enjoy exceedingly abundant, above and beyond favor and increase in your life. And may you give the way you've always wanted to give. Life Center, I bless you in Jesus' name as you come bringing your gifts. Amen, 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 amen. Now, he's so good. Would you join me? I just want to bless all the online givers. I know, you know, it's a different, you want to pay or you want to give and just, I saw push pay, that's why I said pay, uh, and, and then receive that blessing. So to every online giver, may the Lord give rain for your seed which you sow today at the right time. And may he increase you many times over your and bless you beyond your expectation as he has promised. Amen, amen. God bless you. 
Amen, Charles. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I just want to invite the prayer team to come on up, guys. As they're doing that, just a few little details. If you could stay to the end, it's really great. Charles and Anna will hold up the baskets and gather them all together, and we'll have a big corporate blessing. It'll be really good. If you're wearing masks and you want to have people pray for you wearing masks, uh, Rick and Jolene Pickens will be over here having masks, and my wife Marcy and I will have masks also. If you're, We would also want to invite everybody from the balcony to come on down if you're able to do that. We'd love to pray for you right up here. And, and again, just a reminder, if you have one of these phones that has a camera on it, take a picture of your envelope so you can remember, you know, six months from now, later in the year, say, oh, these are the things I'm praying and believing God for. Does that sound good? Well, come on, the worship team's going to lead us in worship, and you can gather. Let's go. Sound good? Come on, let's celebrate the Lord with our first fruits.
is a holy moment and we know there are so many of you giving. This is stunning. Um, we're going to do with the first fruits of everything that's being offered today, the, the ones that are already sown, we're going to hold them before the Lord, but we want you to know God is, lives outside of time. So your offering is included in this holding before the Lord, but we want, we want to just make this declaration and offer this whole offering unto the Lord and, uh, and then we'll just continue. You can continue and we'll t take our time, pray and bless. But this is such a stunning moment. One of the joys, we're a royal priesthood and uh, part of our great honor is to hold these offerings up and present them to the Lord. So that's what we're doing. We're taking from the, these golden bowls into these harvest baskets. The seeds are planted and this is prophetic of the harvest to come. But if you can, you could just join us for this moment. God, this is holy. This is yours, Lord, and we give it in honor and awe and thanksgiving and faith and expectation so many dimensions to this. We present it to you. We ask that it would go into your purposes, into your will, into your plans, that it would release the blessings and the protection of heaven and the blessings not only for this community, for these households, and for the city, but it would bless the nations of the earth. We believe you, God. We believe that the best is yet ahead. We thank you that you're releasing supernatural resurrection life into dead dreams, that you're awakening hope that has gone to sleep. You're releasing opportunities and blessings that are out of this world that come from your hand. We honor you and we ask that each offering would be sanctified by your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, and we know some of you are still giving, but we know also some of you need to leave, and we want to bless you. Thank you for staying. If you're still online, thank you. I wish I could sing this uh, over you in Hebrew, but I'll just say it in English. May the Lord bless you, and may he keep you. May his face, his presence shine on your life. May he be gracious to you. I want you to know his face, his countenance is turned toward you. Your life is important and meaningful to him and he watches and listens in your life. And may his shalom 
be on your life and on your home every day as you bear the name of Jesus into the world. Amen, 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 amen. And uh, if we, we know people are still giving. If you, you know, if you're not waiting to give and you want to leave, feel free. I know some people left because they had to bless you. Bless you.